Mic check, one, two, one, two, what it do, what it is, what yo, it ain't, yo, what yo. it's gonna be. Yep. It's another episode of Jazzy and Facts on Wax. Hey. And today's episode. The legendary. DJ Scream in the DJ building, Scream. everybody. DJ Scream. Scream is up, in what the what building. How y'all doing on this wonderful, hot ass evening? It's hot as hell. Ice cream. So it's about to be over. Nah, nah, that's just starting. It's just starting. Fall. High ground summer gonna be over September twenty first. Motherfuckers year round. Nah, I mean this is true, but the summer particularly is when we really. You know, we. Bloom. Oh, so you a part of oh, it. You I said mean, we. I, I caught you. Be. I caught you. So All right, you... stop playing. Stop playing. Let's, okay, let's okay. No. get serious. Get serious. Get serious. <laughs> she want to get serious right now. All right, DJ Scream. This is the DJ podcast. So we talking DJ everything. Yep. Um, first and foremost, um, how did you get started as a DJ? Like, when was the day you decided, you know what? I'm going to be a DJ. I just remember um, watching a lot of your own TV raps back back then. And um, eventually the, mu- the movie Juice came and. Um, I just remember, like I said, like all my homeboys in my neighborhood was rapping and I wasn't good at rapping. And I just kind of always gravitated towards the guy in the back with the records. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that seemed like something cool I could do, be in the background and not have to be bothered and just do my thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that was the initial inspiration, just like uh, TV, mm-hmm. like TV okay. DJs, Jazzy yeah. Jeff. I can't think of uh, Eric B, mm-hmm. Jazzy Jeff, Premier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the people I saw on TV that just made the DJ so cool at that point. And, um, yeah, basically I just dove straight in. To be honest, I just went to a literally a pawn shop and bought some turntables with what I had and just dove in. That was your first equipment, turntables? Yeah. Uh, not 1200s. I'm lying. Just some Pioneer turntables. That's all I was going to ask. They said turntable on them. Turntable. They actually Pioneer. said turntable Pioneer turntable. So you... Blow all the dust off, yeah. put the needle on, and do what you could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it started for me. So, crate wise, so you was in the crate era? I definitely used to go to Airwax Records. Everybody, uh, True Ray Town knows about Airwax Records mm-hmm. downtown. Wax and Facts mm-hmm. and dig for records for hours Wax and, and facts hours. Is still and around. Hours. It's, on, it's on more. Wax and Facts is still around. Airwax is no longer. Um, I remember the days going in there and running into uh, people don't know like little John used to DJ. He'll yeah. be in there buying records. Yeah. They they say Andre three thousand used to be in there buying records because yeah. he used to DJ. Talk that shit, screen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's and what we need. Just seeing a lot of DJs, like a lot of I would see Nabs at that time and be like shy and talk Nabs. to him because yeah. I was like, oh god, that's DJ. He was like God then. And I, I appreciate you saying it because I think it's it's important for us, you know, for everybody that's listening to understand how important the DJs mm-hmm. are to the culture. Yeah. Because if you if you look at Jermaine Dupri, mm-hmm. if you look at Swiss Beats, mm-hmm. if you look at Dr. Dre, if you look at we can keep going on with that list. Mm-hmm. The foundation is us, right? And somehow the MC, the roles have switched. Yeah. Well, again, it used to be Eric B. And Rakim. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It used to be DJ Jazzy Jeff and, and the Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think somewhere along the lines, um, look, rappers rappers are the forefront. They're the lyricists. You know what I'm saying? They make it happen. They entertain. Um, you know, I think, I think of course, they're very vital to our culture, but I just Absolutely. think that producers – namely and djs don't get enough credit for what we do in the culture i agree, you know agree. I agree. but and then again i always tell people earn your you earn your credit right mm-hmm. you claim your credit right. ain't nobody gonna give it to you right but yeah. that's why we're here though mm-hmm. right that's why we're here i was watching um stretch armstrong and bobby Bobito. yeah, yeah. You, so you already know <laughs> so you already know it, where i'm going it. with this yeah. and it's like just for those guys like that was amazing and to hear everything on record, you hear Jay Z before Jay Z, you hear Nas before Nas, you hear you hear Big Pun, uh, w- uh, Wu Tang, you hear, and the list goes on and on. Big L on and on. It's like they were way ahead of the curve, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And and it it started with us. It started with us just loving the sound that they created 
and just pushing it out to the masses and just genuinely doing it. Another thing, though, in New York City, they'll go, like, think about it. Did you notice that on the Stretch and Barbito documentary, Jay-Z and Nas spoke they on spoke their documentary? On they spoke on it, yeah. It's a little tougher in Atlanta. Like, I think if we did that, I'm not saying that artists wouldn't support it, mm-hmm. but Jay-Z is, billionaire as he is, mm-hmm. knows that this is where it started, and mm-hmm. I have to pay homage to this because this is all but see, culturally connected. With, you dig what I'm saying? With you, with drama, mm-hmm. with Nas, you'll be surprised. with Greg Street. You'll be surprised. <laughs> with Greg Street. Before no. you finish, I'm going to say you'll be surprised. <laughs> you know what? You know, I, you'll I, be I, pleasantly I, surprised. Right. Unpleasantly but, surprised. Shocking. But, that's, <laughs> but that's, that's crazy, and that's that's for me, though. So I'm I'm up under you, so that's hard for me to, I can't even grasp. Yeah. I can't even understand. If somebody, if you were to call a certain artist, whomever that may be, mm-hmm. and say, hey, man, I'm doing this documentary that's going to be on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever. That t- I need you to uh, sip your tea. <laughs> yeah, Please sip that tea. <laughs> sip that tea. I would be very surprised because <laughs> well, we talking about screen. Mm-hmm. We talking about drum. We talking about th- these people are the guys. People get amnesia. That, you know, people yep. think they did it all themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shasta Jazz, she was there for some of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people think they Shasta did Jazz, it. Jazzy, hey man, was listen, there. listen. Whoa. Let me give a little background. Let me give a little Jazzy. background. First and foremost, how did you Green mean Was the first person that gave me an internship outside of Tennessee. That's real. And yeah. I was, I came. Of course, I'm from Latonia, but I went to school in Nashville, and I was trying to do internships there. But radio just wasn't the same in Nashville how it was in Atlanta. Right. So I was like, you know what? I want to do Atlanta radio. I need to figure it out. And scream, I hit scream up on Facebook. I was like, hey, you don't know me, but I know you. Yeah. And I know about all everything you got going. I want to be a part. I want to intern. I want to do whatever. He was like, shit, you ready to work? I'm like, yeah. And when I tell you that ninja put me to work, <laughs> he put me to work. Had work. me slanging them mixtapes, all the malls. And I mean, but it was the best experience that, you know, I could have could have had. It got, honestly, it helped me be where I'm at today. So, you know, said, salute to Scream. Salute to Scream. And moving forward, it's so important that, you know, whoever whoever we did mixtapes with at the time. I mean, like, big shouts out to Young Dolph. His documentary on Revolt, mm-hmm. he gave a big shout out to Scream and Hood Rich. And yeah. There are others that have showed love as well, but it's important that you acknowledge that because in acknowledging me, you acknowledge Jazzy. You acknowledge yeah. the other interns. Right. You acknowledge everybody else in the hood circle. So culturally what I'm saying is New York kind of gets it. They're going to beh- – Funkmaster Flex, DJ Envy, mm-hmm. they're going to hold them right. up because if you hold them up, they can hold you up when you have a bad moment. Right. And that's the disconnection in Atlanta. It's this, it, Everything's cool, right? But – if you have a bad moment and you left me out in the wilderness and wouldn't even throw me a bone per se, then mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel so – I have a good heart, but I'm not going to feel so – artists put out bad records. Mm-hmm. They do, the biggest Absolutely. of them. And, and they when they put out to... bad records, they expect all this help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get mad at you when yeah. you don't like the record. <laughs> help me make my bad record work. Right. No, for one, is a bad record. Mm-hmm. Right. Number two, if it works – you won't do anything for me. You mm. won't come sit down for my documentary. Right. You won't do anything. Mm-hmm. You won't say happy birthday. You might not even be at the funeral. Real yeah. shit. So that's the thing where it's kind of like I tell people, you know, and I'm a very positive person, but don't be like self-centered and selfish. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But you have to move accordingly in this industry so that you can just like sink or swim. You dig right. what I'm saying? So that's a big part of the reason why. If I go to Memphis right now, I have yeah. no problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, they love, you, know, they love you in them towns. You know what I'm saying? So I've been waiting. <laughs> that's, why in Memphis. On, that's why I wore this 901 shirt because I already know, you know what I'm saying, what's going <laughs> oh, on. I look at you. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Memphis, so Memphis. we always have this debate. Who invented crunk music? Well, I think that they had Getting Buck. That's okay. what they called it. Get Buck. 
Get buck, motherfucker, get buck. Get buck, motherfucker, get buck. Get buck, motherfucker, get buck. Get buck, motherfucker, get buck. Get buck, motherfucker, get buck. And that was the early, early 90s, late 80s. Get buck, get crunk. No, they no, 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 no. Let me clarify for you, brother. Scream on from Memphis. Memphis though. did not create the word crunk. Show me the person. And I talked to Player Fly. I talked to, talk to Memphis OGs. Show me the person. They all live here. Most bring me the here. record where they said get crunk. Play it now. Okay, okay, okay. No, play so it listen, no, 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 listen, no, listen, I'm going to tell listen, you because I'm going to go to so, 19. But, so, I'm going to go to 1991. So pull out my talk, phone and so play your record so we, where Atlanta said crunk. So we're just talking about just the sound? Just the term. Oh. So are you talking about the term or the sound? The sound, the aggressive, energetic sound that made people fight Stay in with the me. clubs. Get buck. Not crunk. Get buck. Definitely came from Memphis. Tell the, the club aggressive up, music all because that. we were doing booty shake. Came from Florida. That shit came from Florida, went on up to Atlanta. Well, no, no, no. It, Booty shake is different than crunk, though. No, no, no. No, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying. What you saying, Art? What the, you saying? I'm saying the freak nick time when it was when it was coming on up from Florida. Right? Well, I'm just the booty shake. No, we just stand with no, the booty shaking. Because we weren't booty, we've never been booty shaking in Memphis. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't say that. <laughs> We're not talking no, about Memphis. You I'm went from Florida to, to Memphis to yeah, no, listen to what I'm Let's saying. Let's leave Florida out of it. Leave Let's Florida out. Memphis saying, Atlanta. We I'm, talking about crump music or stay, stay, stay on track. Focus. The 808s that DJ Paul and others. That's 3-6. That's 3-6, all, all that. There were people before them. But I, I know, the, I, the aggressive music definitely came from Memphis. I say that all the time. We're very inspired by Memphis. I listen to Play a Fly all the time. All the time. I love Fly. I love Fly. That's what it was. If you from Gangsta the Black, Gangsta Black, you listen. DJ Squeaky. DJ Squeaky. Keep going. Keep Tommy going Wright now. the third. Like, <laughs> Tommy Wright the third. Shout out to Tommy Wright. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so nah, I got it. I, I salute. I think that's why when it finally started to come together, the first person um, I have to be, the first person to really embrace me from Memphis was Criminal Man. I Shout out to Criminal Man. He saw what was going on. He came down to Atlanta. We chopped it up. We did some tapes. Eventually met Frazier Boy. Eventually no, got Memphis. a call from... I got a call from DJ Paul first mm -hmm. before I met Juicy. Juicy. Okay. And then when Pat came home, it was great because That's we went and had like lunch. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm having lunch with Project Pat. That's it's, crazy. It's my bucket list. Where y'all go eat at? Crazy. Like, I'm, chicken you know, wings. Chicken wings. I know some chicken wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on YouTube. Too. Pat was Somewhere. fresh out. Let yeah, me get some chicken wings. He was like. I think if Pat would have never went to jail, like he would have been one of the biggest artists. Yeah, but he's inspired so much. Like if yeah. you look at flows and ad libs. Yeah. And yeah. He's inspired so much. But, you know, we just discussed. Uh, he said, I'm just trying to understand. When I went in, we sold our music. And now you're like one of the forefronts of giving our music away. Why do we give our music away? <laughs> I said, because, you know, you, you make the mix CD, thanks to Jeezy and drama. And, you know, you make the mix CD, right. you pass it out, and then you charge for performance. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, but I don't understand. Why can't you make the mix CD, sell the mix CD, <laughs> get that money too, and, and then perform. still perform and get paid? Mm -hmm. right. I said, because it's a new era, all right? The shit moves and <laughs> evolves. And if the mathematical me, the math man, right, 
Just charge more for the show. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that was a light charge bulb. Charge more for the That's show. How do you feel about the return of 3-6 Mafia? I think it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I don't even think I can explain how excited I'm mm-hmm. so excited. for one music fan. Like, I don't think I can even explain. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, talking to Paul, luckily I, I, I built a relationship with Paul. I built a relationship with Juice. It was never my place to ask what's going on. You know, I still hint at it. Right. You know I mean? So what's up with the three six? Mm-hmm. Man, what's up with this? What's up with that? But you have to look at how much they inspired. Look at last year when the whole wave was Man. remaking I think, I think, three samples. six <laughs> music. I mean, you got to you, shout out to my boy Take Eve. I love Take Eve, but mm-hmm. that whole sound, D Mac, all these, Definitely all these uh, producers right now coming out of Memphis. These are young boys, so. The, they're inspired by the sound that's yeah. coming out of Memphis. So everything yeah. you hear from Block Boy, everything you hear from mm-hmm. from whomever, mm-hmm. uh, Moneybag or whomever. So my question is, is everybody going to be there? The whole camp? Crunchy? Crunchy from my understanding, I, th- I think Crunchy will be there. Okay. Crunchy. Because even Pat, he Juice, wasn't in technically in 3-6. He was, it was 3-6. You need three six you need because, you need you know, like Lachette. Lachette. I, don't, I don't know. Lil White. Little know. white now. Uh, T uh, from T Rock. Uh, T Rock. Yeah, yeah. I'm pushing. I'm not it. really pressed on those two. Me neither. But I want my Gangsta Boo. You gonna get Gangsta Boo? It's no different than the Wu Tang reunion. You gonna right. get what you gonna, you gonna get. get what you gonna like, get. Like somebody True. ain't gonna be there. That's a lot right. of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Just the fact that and I heard the headline bag, is the return of Three Six just makes me excited. That's what yeah. I'm excited yeah. about. So I'm definitely excited about that. Can make it through there to the club. Don't think that because it's twenty. 30 years, however long it is, that yeah. we're going to make it through Tear the Club. Up. Yeah. I'm definitely bringing my so record. So you remember gear. playing that record and, and they oh, literally I couldn't play the, the record. I couldn't. If you, you from Decatur, you can't play exactly. Tear the Club. <laughs> That's all I Never need want your say. job. Hold on, hold on. Why? Why? What's going on? Tear the they Club t- up? Somebody's going to die. I know, you, I just, if you, you died over there. Right? I they told you People, you couldn't, play the, you couldn't play the record. That record was... When you you and Denim and Diamonds back in Memphis, you couldn't... You, that was the record that was forbidden. You couldn't, no. Nah. It's still probably banned in certain yeah, places. Yeah, it's like, probably banned. Nothing certain you but crime mob is banned in certain, in certain places. places. Like, that's what you. that. That's what that represent for the yeah, young people. Yeah, that's sure. what that represent. Like that's the that's the vibe. Yeah. So you had Nabs. I know you spoke on Nabs. Nabs. Uh, JC. Other, big shouts out to JC. That's one of my major. J, I love JC. Massive inspirations. I love JC. Yeah. JC. Nabs. Who else? Uh, Edward uh, J. For sure. Jelly. Jelly. Monte. You know me. Old Camp. Old Camp. Yeah. So what inspired you to start your own DJ crew? Well, it's not a DJ crew, and mm-hmm. it never was a DJ crew. <laughs> uh, Tank is my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Gates is my friend. MLK, these are my friends. So uh, sometimes they would come to the house, kick it, spins, and we'd just be talk, just kicking it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember those kicker days. I'm like, man, this nigga never go home. Yeah, just <laughs> kicking it. Just over here, chilling. Everybody just chilling. But I think it was inspired. I think I went out with, like, Swamp or something. We went in the club. And then the, the the DJ got on the mic and the hood rich DJs are in the building. I'm like hood rich DJs, we're not hood rich DJs. What are you talking yeah. about here? Like, and then it just kind of just stuck. And but we we vowed we vowed to ourselves and each other in the movement to never make it too DJ crewish. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's lasted. Mm-hmm. So it's not a situation where you're in my crew and you have to do something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like everything is flexible. We we enlighten each other. I remember the day Tank brought me swag surfing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And we enlighten each other. I remember the day Spence did go shorty and mm-hmm. uh, sexy girl anthem and that type of shit. Um, but, you know, like I consider them family and it's more fraternal. Like it's not, a, it's not, it's not based on what you do and don't do. It just so happened that we, when me and Rip sat down and thought about it and looked at it like, yo, we got some dope ass DJs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. We got a crew and it's, and of dope it's just ass all DJs. Family. Like it's, it's, just all, like it's, it's, it's still even. that way. Like I still generally when I talk to people I consider close friends and family, it doesn't start with music. Like it, when I used to 
running to Jazzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jazzy, what you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do music all day, but how's your your well being? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. okay? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I yeah. think that that's just important. But yeah, that's people ask like, how's your DJ crew lasted for? Some, <laughs> this is not a DJ crew. Who was who was? That's the, why I purposely who, said that because a lot of people don't know that it's yeah. not actually a crew. It's yeah. a more so. Yeah, yeah. A family we don't just thing. let anybody in. It's been like fifteen solid, and there's it could be five hundred to be honest. But mm-hmm. I also embrace other DJs. So yeah. just because you're not part of Hoodridge, I was on the phone a couple of days ago giving a young boy some game about some shit he was going through with a promoter and everything. Yeah. I just want to see DJs do well. I think that we can do like DJ marches, DJ empowerment. I think like, I've, I've, there's a lot a of DJ power. march. I'm with yeah. that. There's a lot of power within <laughs> DJs, and if we ever press stop, think about it. Yeah. If all DJs just said, "All right, we press a stop real quick," it's like I if every it. NFL or basketball player stops mm-hmm. for a second, it's powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I we agree. haven't exercised it. And do no, you ever I, see? Do you ever foresee that? Uh, it would take a person to <laughs> rally everyone. I don't know that I'm the person right now. <laughs> hey, screw but, you! Might be the person. But, but, I, but I, but I do, but I do think it's important that um, DJs support each other. Mm-hmm. I do Absolutely. think that it's Absolutely. important that DJs communicate with each other. Uh, sometimes I hear DJs say, "Well, I don't like this." Or, "What's the reason that you don't like each other?" Right. I just don't like them. See, that's not a reason. He played the hottest song in the early set. That type of stuff, Please, I let her play the hot songs. Mm-hmm. People have learned play the hot songs. I'm gonna dig deep, boy. Deep. So play them, play them. My bad, Brian. Play them. If you can, <laughs> if you can recreate any type of or moment mixtape wise, mm. which one would you recreate? I don't know. Recreating is it's it's all part of like legacy mm-hmm. and history. So mm-hmm. I don't know about like recreating. Or um, if you can go back in, I'm trying to stay stray away from I that. What's your favorite mixtape question? Well, there, there, obviously, you know, being on Bankhead at 2610, Recipe Shawty Lowe was mm-hmm. always special. Like, mm-hmm. we had social media back yeah. then. The type of shit that went into making those projects was right. just insane, right? Um, you know, I remember being in the studio with Rocco, you know, working on his project and um, seeing Future at the time to sit on the couch. And it was like Future got introduced to me as, mm-hmm. hey, man, this is my artist, Future. Future. You know what I'm saying? By Rocco. Um, by mm-hmm. Rocco, yeah, right. for sure. Um, you know, there's there, there's obviously a conversation that me and Soldier Boy had before we did a mixtape, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yo, do you think I can do a mixtape? You think it like, like, listen, bro, you have fans, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna do your mixtape. Right. <laughs> just, just let me be clear. Just put me in your MySpace top eight. That's all I want. <laughs> I'm gonna do your mixtape. Oh. Um, you know, the day that Ross called is special. The day I met the Migos, shouts to Corey B, that's special. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on and on. Working mm-hmm. with Plies was interesting and special. Working with Jeezy was challenging, interesting, and special. <laughs> um, you know, working with Tip amidst the him and Shotty Lowe thing was interesting. Like, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much. So each of those moments, like, taught me how to uh, deal with situations, deal with people, deal with characters, because it wasn't like every – Dealing with Gucci, man. It's very <laughs> special, right? Yeah. So you Shout learn things. At that point. At that point. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But dealing with Gucci, man. You know what I'm saying? And it, it taught me a, a big part of my success has been flexibility. So, again, if the Gucci Man mixtape came out on Tuesday, I found about it earlier that Tuesday. Absolutely. Literally. Mm-hmm. So I have to drop my life and go do this Gucci was Man it, Was it one artist that you were surprised that they gave you a call? Like maybe if they were from up north or they from the Midwest or from the L.A.? Probably. Probably the most shocking call was not necessarily for a mixtape, but I, I orchestrated the Day No Remix. So okay. I was a very big yeah. part of that. Yeah. 
I remember Lil Wayne emailing me his verse yeah, for his yeah. people, right? And then I remember Busta Rhymes calling me like, y'all do the remix. <laughs> and I was like, who is this? This Busta Bust. <laughs> Busta Rhymes, man. The old. I was like, oh, shit. Hey, man, I used to watch you on TV. Yeah. Yo, man, how you doing, man? Yeah, the remix, man, doesn't have any. You got to let me on the remix. Yo, man, I can't make that. <laughs> they said you're the man who went doing the remix. You know what I'm saying? So that was a theatrical call. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, like Twister. Like when They Know came out for oh, Shorty Lowe. My childhood idols called me trying mm-hmm. to get, get on the, the remix. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hold up, they're calling me. This is hilarious, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if I've ever seen it. So that was a time. And that was the first time Ross called. Very strategic. Yo, what's up? It's Ross. No, oh, wow, cool. What's up, man? <laughs> I don't want nothing. You don't want to get on the remix? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't want to no. Just want to call and say what up, bro. Oh, wow. That's going to go a long way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you're mm-hmm. taking away from my stress and my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And he would do that every now and then. Just checking on you. I'm like, wow. You, you're not like a rapper, rapper. <laughs> no. You're like a business You're different. Man. You're different. You know what I'm saying? Ross is different. So those things were cool. But, yeah, all, all of these things, I learned different things about people, characters, how to deal with people, all that. So they are I all think it's and, and I've heard, you know, it's funny that you say that about Ross. It kind of changed the subject. But I've heard a lot of DJs mention that about Ross. Like Ross would just randomly just call or just randomly text and just how you doing? Like what's going on? Like everything good? Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. And just this is in different cities. This is not even yeah. in that's part of your job, bro. Mm-hmm. If you're a rapper and you ain't connected to no DJs, if you ain't got you a starting ten or twenty, you're not gonna make it very long. Mm-hmm. If you can't call twenty DJs and get help from them, you're not gonna make it very long. And that's why some people are not game. having long, free game, longevity. Right I agree. Yeah. I mean, go back and listen to the Jay-Z freestyles on DJ Clue and Ooh. DJ Wookiee and all this. Yeah. And they remember that. Like, he at least gave me that freestyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look out for him. Forever. If you do not good. connect with D- – if you can't get beats to rap over, good ones, and you can't get anybody to play it, let's just make it real simple, people. If you can't get beats to rap on and get people to play your records, you can't last as a rapper. Agreed. Wow. Hello. I don't need no DJ. I got money. Okay, cool. See if the money gonna play a record. <laughs> that's true. See that's if you can true. rap over the money. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's just what it is. So I think that that's just a thing where there is somewhat of a disconnection with some of the newer artists because they don't understand. You, you know think what I'm it's saying? Egos? It's, it, well, it's... some of it is ignorance. Mm-hmm. They just don't okay. understand. Like right. I had an encounter with a young artist, which I won't name, but mm-hmm. where they was like, "Well, bro, what I was trying to get on, I email you, and they email me back talking about how much you charge for a mixtape." <laughs> right. I don't know. I, that wasn't me on the email. For one, it wasn't me on the email. <laughs> That's number one. That's number one. Number two, I don't know you. Right. You haven't made a name for yourself. Right. You right. See what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna go ask somebody to do something that doesn't know me and we haven't built a relationship mm-hmm. in this space. Thanks. Especially when the game of numbers, like, do you know how many rappers contact me or us? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't go to someone else as a person who made records and put out records too. Everything had to be a strategic conversation. Look, I'm gonna be honest, I need something. I have a record. What do you need for me that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yo man, if you could do some drops, cool. And I'll do the drops. Young people, some of the young artists won't even do that. Because they don't see, I don't feel like doing no drops. I'm right. famous. But there's a difference between being famous for that 90-day summer and having longevity Long and lasting mm-hmm. yeah. and being 2 yeah. chains who put in the work mm-hmm. with plenty of DJs Absolutely. and being Future and being Gucci. Absolutely. That's another person that's good at it. Like These are people that really put in work. So if, if people continue to neglect 
producers and DJs, then they just won't have long. They won't last. You know what someone told me? Like, they didn't like Titty Boy. They love Two Chains. They felt, and this is an OG nigga. He <laughs> yeah, told me, yeah. he said they felt the growth in him. Once he changed his name, yeah, he was more welcoming. He was more, and I, and, and with, with growth, with anything, yeah. like it's, it should be that. Like it yeah. should be, you know. Titty Boy is my it, friend. So it's the, I would be honest with me. Titty Boy is my friend. Yeah. Two Chains, I'm happy for all the success. I don't really know Two Chains. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Shout out to Titty Boy. Yeah, yeah. Titty, titty Boy, my dog. Like me and Titty Boy used to be on old national shooting pool and hanging out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I remember you the day. Two I mean, he called me and said, "I'm about to become Two Chains. How do you feel about this?" I said, "I don't know how I feel." He said, "Yeah, but they won't say Titty on the radio." I was like, all right, man, this 2 chain stuff, you know, uh, hope we'll see how it goes. And it mm-hmm. worked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it worked. It, it, no, it's for working. For who I consider Tit. <laughs> it's yeah. working. I'm happy for Tit. I fuck tit. with Tit. You fuck yeah. with Tit? I fuck <laughs> with Chain, but I fuck with Tit. That's my friend. That's my dog. Too tall. That's my dog. So what's next for DJ Scream? Man, you got so much going on, Scream. So what's the what's the the next thing you're most excited another about? Another album? There will probably more than likely not be another album. Okay. Why not? Maybe it may maybe, but I'm, I'm not why saying. Why not though? Why? Well, um, if you were to say I'm, I would never do that. You know, album, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm. You know what you know what you know what you know what really make me happy. Mm-hmm. I really want to see the next DJ evolve into being that DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not the type of person to hog something. Like I had a run. I put out mixtapes. I put out records. Mm-hmm. I put out EP. Whatever the case is. Now I'm kind of looking for who's going to do it next or even help coach somebody in the You sounded like an OG to no, us, it, it, no, no, it's just what it is <laughs> because is as a business person who now does real estate and now does this and now does other business things, yeah. am I going to go to a uh, – do I have the passion to go to the studio every night that I d- had seven years ago and work on an album every night? I don't have that passion. Right. Not every night. I still work on records. I have records, right? right? right. You might hear a record. Like, I definitely so want to cool do more just records. just putting out a record? Like just a, Working the single game. You have to. You have <laughs> single game, like, once every six years. Well, let me hit y'all ass or something. You have to commit your life to an album. So when people, I didn't understand when artists were like, man, I'm in artist mode. I can't, I mean, album mode. I can't talk to people. Mm-hmm. I can't. It became real. Like, I was in the studio, beard just growing out. Couldn't see no sunlight. Just working on an album because this is what, this is a long-term reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So I can't just put Hood Rich Anthem out. I could have BS'd it and put out the wrong one, but then yeah. it wouldn't have been Hood Rich Anthem. See what I'm saying? So then you start to attack every record and every part of your project like that, and it's a lot of work, and you might fail. You know what I'm saying? So you have to embrace failure when you're working on that. So album, I don't know. Music, for sure. I'm always working on music. That's that's never ending. I have enough on my hard drive to put out an album. Will it be the album I want to put out? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So I look forward to the next DJ. So you just only look at, I'm talking about for you. So that, you got the What are you, DJ. what's the next thing you're most excited business. about for DJ Screen? Business. So, real estate. Marketing. So more marketing, more estate. management, more consultation, so more real estate. Envy's in real estate. Screams in real yeah, estate. Yeah, I'm quietly in real estate. Because <laughs> I had them, I had, I, it, it was always in my mind. My sister's one of the top realtors in Atlanta. But when Shout he did it sister. openly and he educated everybody on it, I thought that that was so dope. But mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that doesn't want to seem like I'm, 
hey, I'm doing it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I respect him for that. Yeah. I wanted to do a juice bar. I was close to doing a juice bar. Yeah. DJ Drama opens so a juice, juice bar. bar. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll I'll figure out something that I could be the leader on, right? right. But I like to I like for people to do what they do and that. And do you ever think that getting away? Because we just found out one of our partners is doing a DJ podcast. So it was mm-hmm. like, mm, that's dope. It's cool. So how do you so do you continue that? Like if, like you said, you want to do a juice yeah. bar. Yeah. So do you actually go to the extra mile to like you know what I want to do it too so I'm gonna do it I know so and so did it mm-hmm. first but if I'm really passionate about it mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it yeah I do it I I do what I do for the well being of just the well it helps people and for the money so yeah I do it I might be doing it mm-hmm. nobody would know it yeah that's that's why I do what I do to to support family and to make like with the real estate thing is to make affordable housing for people and to mm-hmm. help even if it's one unit at a time for a juice bar is so you can go drink healthy juices and be mm-hmm. healthier. And of course, I want to make money off of it. Speaking of family, man, you ready to be a dad? We we all that we embrace all that. That's, <laughs> part, that's all part of the future. That. That's all part of the future. I'm getting my daily lessons from Jazzy T. Hey, I'm trying to, to tell station. you. Yeah, dude. daily lessons. Hey, I got that birth control for you, right? Ready to be babysitting. <laughs> I think hip hop is so young, right? So when I see a a, a red alert and cats like that, who who I personally admire, mm-hmm. do you have a relationship with those guys? And do you like when you see them? Do you What's that like for you? Because for me, like, mm. I try to, as a younger, and I'm younger than you, so I try mm. to go out of my way to embrace those people mm-hmm. and give them their flowers. Do you make that I mean, a that thing? that was humbling. Like, Meeting Red Alert, I met him here. Me uh, too. I think I he stays too. here. Oh, or has a crib here, and I met him, and I just thanked him. I'm like, hey, man, I just want to tell you thank you. He was like looking at me. I was like, I'm DJ Screen. I met him at 255. Yeah, and I was like, I just want to say thank you, man. Thank yeah. You. I was like, bro, come on. Like, without you, there's no me. Yeah. I just want to say thank you because people probably don't tell you thank you all the time. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel better. And that, right? that's exactly kind of what I did. Yeah. And then the kid Capri was really weird. He identified me. Oh, shit, it's Scream. Like, no, no, no. Oh, shit, it's Scream. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there will be no ocean. Oh, oh, shit, it's Kid Capri. Capri. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a homie that I text from time to time. That's and, dope. Uh, he's a positive energy. Uh, yeah, me and Nabs have chopped it up. Uh, me and Jelly have chopped it up. Um, yeah, everybody that I kind of came up, probably the most surreal moment was sitting next to Qbert on the plane. Wow. And that was just really surreal. He was like, DJ Scream from like Hood Rich? Oh, that's hard. Like, yo, man. <laughs> God, that's great. Yeah, DJ Cooper that taught me how to uh, scratch. <laughs> you oh, he taught me how to scratch. Oh, yeah, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. hey. So you can talk about that plane ride. <laughs> right. Nah. I mean it wasn't it wasn't too it was like, all right, man, well, I got some scratching to do later. I'm going to sleep. But good to meet you. <sighs> that type yeah. of day. So he fell yeah. asleep in first class. But just just to be able to meet those people, even being DJ Premier was like I won't say it's weird, but it's like, yo, do y'all know I used to sit down mm-hmm. and watch y'all on y'all are the reason I do yeah. this. So I'm mm-hmm. like But I realize that you have to find a balance in the conversation because I hate when people overdo that to me. Mm-hmm. Yo, scream, you're dope, you're the reason, you know, much love. And blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Right, 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 I'm right. a human. I think that's the cool thing about the OGs like you who, you know, when I met, it was always you embraced us. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason. Well, that's how we keep it going. Yeah. Like even Michael Watts is somebody I can hit up from time to time, which is also legendary mm-hmm. to me, you know right. what I'm saying? And just to be able to have a conversation or hit them or ask them a question or check on them is just dope just to have access to somebody like that. What's some advice would you give younger DJs now? Like up and coming DJ, they just kind of, they in college, they they the popping Mm -hmm. DJ on campus. Mm -hmm. What's some advice would you give them? Make sure that your passion is there. You know what I'm saying? Um, DJing is a very good way to make money and pay bills. But if your passion is not there, you're limited to just 
just that, just DJing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, another part of it is um, understanding the business of DJing. There is no business of DJing. There is no 401k. There is no retirement plan. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Do you want to be 60 years old in the club still DJing? And it's kind of weird, right? Like yep. you're 60, 70 <laughs> years old in the club and there's like 18-year-olds here twerking. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. So make sure that you um, understand the business and create some type of business savvy from DJing because it could take you many places. When I go travel, because the promoter booked me and paid me to come to this city, I try to see what else is going on in the city. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? What can I do outside of it? I don't DJ till 12 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. I got 10 hours. I could go to sleep or I can go see what's going on in the city, make some connections and mm-hmm. try to, you know, uh, build some, uh, plant some other seeds, you know what I'm saying? So just, just, um, the turntables or being behind that set is a powerful thing because mm-hmm. you have access to people's attention right. and you have to use that to your advantage. Absolutely. A lot of people Absolutely. think it's just DJing, getting their check and going home. That ain't going to take you very far. What are some of the best places you like to go to travel-wise um, and DJ at? Like where they show oh, love. Toronto. I just love Toronto. Love? Okay. Yeah, I just love so Toronto, like, hands down. And correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Toronto is like a clean of New York. It is, and I think that is. I think that is where the party lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they know how to party. They know how to party. They have a lot of so crazy yeah. in Toronto, and there's yeah. so many type of just different people out there. Yeah. Like it's yeah. everybody the of something. Different. I think the music you can play. Food a lot is of, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can play a lot of different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely Toronto. I love the Bay Area. Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I haven't crazy. been in like four years. Special place in my heart because they, you know, some of these places. Um, Promoters are happy because you can book a DJ, and I have the promoter say, damn, you pulled 500 people, a well-known rapper pulled 300, and it's kind of like, whoa, mm-hmm. on TV and shit. But they they respect the DJ and look at the DJ differently mm-hmm. in places like Asia, Toronto, certain parts of Europe. Stay away from Sweden. Certain parts of Europe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Africa. Even yeah. the islands is real yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you go to these places, they behold the DJ and – treat the DJ kind of like how when it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the mm-hmm. French Prince so I think that's super dope so how you feel about the top DJs the the highest paid DJs the highest paid that e- are getting e- EDM DJs e- the EDM no, no, no. DJs the, the, well, oh, we just gotta say EDM I mean yeah. that's the truth okay, there's only, you saw the I Forbes mean, list yeah, every year it dropped it's EDM just, DJs I, was, I didn't want to just I was EDM DJs okay but EDM it is DJs. but that's what it is but it is what it is mm. okay the highest paid DJs are EDM DJs they are how do you feel about that I mean, look, they work and they created the business. See, this is the thing. Some people, I, re- I remember when that, the first list came out. Everybody, this is some bullshit, hip-hop, blah, blah, blah. Listen, we haven't created enough equity for ourselves to make, like, the value. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't created value. Y'all go DJ for $100. That's not going to get you on the Forbes list. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying be game. crazy about it, but what I'm saying is it's all just value. Right. See how rappers have adjusted their value mm-hmm. back in the day if you wanted to book ugk or eight ball and mjg it's probably 20 25 when they were the hottest shit mm-hmm. going little baby gets 150 <laughs> or 100 yeah mm. you see what i'm saying easy so rappers kind of even if it's inadvertently have created their value mm-hmm. right? the only person that's leading us creating value is Khaled. he's yeah. one of the only ones trying to break the bank mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like Yes, when you call me, there's people that hate me. Why? I'm going to give you the craziest number. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, what, what, what do you think your price should be? A million fucking dollars. <laughs> no, was, you're tripping. I no, say, I was going to say 
five million. I you. want a million. <laughs> I take that too. <laughs> a million. We can negotiate from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then at least if I started a million and you had a hundred, yeah. Well, let's buy <laughs> right. some medium. Even if we meet closer to mm-hmm. the hundred, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's not the it's not the you know go in on the DJs, but they, you know, when you say you don't like other DJs or this or that or that a competition, you need to kind of understand kind of like monopolizing too like let's say you're in a small town and we executed this in tuskegee right right there was only three djs that mattered mm. one of them i was very cool with dj caesar and then there was another one that we weren't so cool with but we had enough sense to sit down and corner and say look this is the bottom line price right so now the clubs and fraternities we love you fraternities yeah. with that now they're cornered like yo there's only three djs we trust to do this kappa party mm-hmm. so they tripping yeah they won't what they want mm-hmm. so you didn't fin- we, did you finish at the ski i did okay yeah right. but that that's how you create value when you go to buy jury you have to pay the price mm-hmm. yeah they've all had a conversation they can all hate each other talk yeah. crazy about each other yeah. but they go have dinner mm-hmm. and create a price, price. for the market right. so right. there is no price for the market where basically the the fee for a dj is from free and up you see what i'm saying yeah it's from like free not free one time to show what you can do i've done that mm-hmm. but free like Yo, oh, I can so get a DJ for free. He DJ y'all. for free. He just want to look. No, I'm just. <laughs> 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 no, I blame OG. Y'all should have no. set the foundation for us. We did set the foundation. What a price sheet! What, what a price sheet! What a price sheet! We, we, we did set, set the, the foundation. Man. <laughs> to be honest, we set the foundation, and I and I think uh, for if you one, post this sheet today, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm just saying. Tried it. Tony Hill tried it. They already did it? Yeah, they had a sheet as to how much you should like be charging. Like how much? No, the one with different equipment. So it was yeah. like. No, it was, it was how much you should be charging, even you as an that? entry level I DJ. remember the sheet. Oh, you I should never the DJ for less than what it costs you to get there and get home, that type of thing. That okay. was a whole debate online. Okay. Look, what it comes down to is either you create the value in the DJ market, they, you do it yourselves, or you do what they did in New York for a while, and the DJs just become the promoters. Okay, you see what I'm okay. saying? So, so let me ask you this, because I, I know you you love sports, and you know we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Is Zion the next LeBron James? Ah, oh, damn, that's so unfair. <laughs> Why no, can't no, he no, just no, be no, the no, next no, Zion? No. Because when LeBron got ninety million before he even touched the court, yeah. So if you were an investor for Nike, Adidas, and all these companies, yeah. is he the next LeBron? As far as is he the next NBA superstar? Wow, what are we talking about? Scream? We, no, I'm really trying to understand the scream. question. That's what we talk because the and next LeBron means he's the next super. LeBron has lived up to everything. Is Jazzy T the next Spinderella? No, she's Jazzy T, bro. That's all oh, you're you talking see what about. I'm <laughs> yeah, like I like see. I'm just <laughs> saying she's I'm Jazzy the T. Room, he on my ass. Like, <laughs> yes, killing me right now. I'm just but saying. listen, I'm just saying. Is he the next superstar? Yeah, he is. I said that when I saw him in eighth grade and I tweeted him and he he actually followed me on Twitter at the time. And, yeah, no, he's amazing. His skill set is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, But the new NBA, man, has some talent. Like I don't – honestly, yeah. I don't think Zion is going to be that good. I think he's going to be decent. I think he needs to lose weight. But I don't think he's going to be like – I don't think he's going to be that good. I, I mean, I think – look. I think I he'll think- be decent. I do think he'll do well, but the the hype behind him, I don't think he's gonna live up to the hype. I like Giannis. I like Giannis, Giannis. too. I like the, I like I the love year that Giannis, Giannis had. He and had a hell like, of a year, and I like I like the conversation after the season. I know where my weak mm-hmm. points were, and I'm working on them now. He ready? I'm yeah. not waiting. I'm working on mm-hmm. them right now. You know what I'm saying? Because but you're talking to somebody who's been in the league for what three years, three four yeah, years. Yeah, but I'm but, talking about if you had to predict, you the only team you could put, right put RJ, what I put RJ then? RJ. Listen, what you're asking me is would I put all of my 
investment into um, Zion. Like, that's what Nike the, did. As the well, they should. But that's what Jordan did. Nike did that with LeBron. Nike well, gave oh, before Le- okay. LeBron touched the court, they gave him ninety million. But you know, Zion yeah. got that Jordan deal well, too. You know, so, you know, and Zion got the you, Jordan deal. You know, so it's like you know when you're dealing with a freak of nature. Like right. you know, you, you, LeBron was a freak of nature. I think Zion is too. I think that he is too. But she has a valid point. Like you still got to approve it. Mm-hmm. So many people were supposed to be Derrick Rose was supposed to be Kwame this. Brown. Let's not forget about that oh, one. That was Jordan. That was all Jordan right there. These people Kwame. were supposed to be this and supposed to be that in basketball and football. You still got to go prove it, and you got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So who's your team in basketball and football? Because I know you I hate mean, LeBron. You know, I, I will always support. The Hawks. Mm-hmm. Let's go right? Hawks. Okay, Hawks. But I'm going to stick with, I'm like, they want me so much money, I'm going to stick with the Warriors, Katie or not. Ah. I've been rocking with the Warriors for, I know, people hate the win. Man, I can't <laughs> but leave, man. Just say who else? Scream, you, scream, you old. Scream, scream I ain't you never can, heard you say you, Warriors, man. I, I don't know Warriors. where they came Twitter, from. Man. I mean, you support, I'm, I mean, you cool I'm, with, you oh, like oh, a lot of teams. The, it's the Hawks. You but the Hawks first. But once the Hawks don't make the playoffs, then my money on the Warriors. And it's want me money. For the past six years. Okay. That's wow, so we just talking about him winning money right now. Right. No, it's the Hawks for sure. I like scream. what the Hawks are doing. I like Trey Young. I like the I like Trey. I like Trey. The Hawks are going to be quietly on the rise while everybody's hyping up all mm-hmm. these other teams. The we just need some key players. Key, yeah. Like maybe one or two and we good. Yeah. And a bench. And a bench. Yeah, but bench. Golden State, you got to go and ride with Golden State. I'm you got to ride with them. I'm talking about. See, you were, I mean, but Golden State still got a nice roster, though. The when, let me tell you something. When Latrell Sprewell was choking niggas right, out right, and, and selling done. them rims yes. and shit, yes. you wouldn't fuck no, with them. No, right, I know you wouldn't. No. I know you wouldn't. But I you started had- betting on Golden State <laughs> because I, I, anal- I analyzed the game of basketball. Oh, crazy. And I told people Facts. the Golden State Warriors should strong. beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. No way, I'll bet my house on it. They were strong. Let's bet your house, buddy. <laughs> they were so strong. They were so, they were so strong. And then... You know what I didn't like about them? I'm gonna be so honest with you. They took Mark Jackson away. Yeah, Mark that was it for me. That, that was, was tough. No, that was when tough. Steph came out and said, Steph came out and told them, told the media, if they fire Mark Jackson, this is when he was still the coach. Mm-hmm. And it was just speculation. If they fire Mark Jackson, that would be crazy. That's like from your star player. Mm-hmm. It was like a week later, he's fired. Star player. So Steph, we're saying Steph the star player? I'm, I'm talking about at that moment. No, but I'm just time, asking, like, as of like, now, right now is Steph, Steph is the, the star player. Steph I'm going to go star. with Clay. I'm going to go with well, Clay. Clay is the, Clay is the star Clay player. Clay is the star player of Golden State Warriors as of right now. Look, look, the playoffs. Given, given you the saw night. what Clay did. Given the night. You saw what Steph did, you and they pick, lost. You're going to pick Clay over? I'm going to pick Clay over Steph as of right now. Minus the injury. It's hard to take away the legacy of what Steph has done, though. Okay. True. I mean, on some nights, Draymond's yeah. your start. That's the beauty of the team. Yeah. And that's why I like them because they remind me more of, like, 90s basketball teams okay. where it's like yeah, you never on know any given night. It might be Pippen tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I We think even got to go because even if you – I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. we don't even have to say the Bulls because that's too easy. If we win New York basketball, yeah. if we win Detroit basketball, Detroit basketball like, it's yeah. like you never know which team mm-hmm. the Jazz. Mm-hmm. If Stockton gonna go crazy, if mm-hmm. if Malone go crazy, if, mm-hmm. you don't know who's and gonna it, give and it to it, you. And it was unfair because this year it was if LeBron don't do it, nobody else is gonna do it. Yeah. So at least he has some help now, and I think it'll be competitive, and we'll see how it ends up. But I love Kawhi though. Kawhi is an animal, and he's a real basketball. And player. he's so humble. Yeah, he's a it's real like you can't. So is Clippers a playoff team? Oh yeah, so, uh, yeah, play. absolutely. You could put them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Okay. Right you now. go ahead and you just... put the Clippers, the Lakers in the playoffs, and the Warriors. The Warriors are still making. Yeah, they're still making. Yeah. So this is a crazy prediction, but who do we have in the final? 
It's way too early. It's way too early, but yeah, why not? I'm why going, not? I'm going for the record, King James. Mm. LeBron James Lakers and who, who on the East <laughs> Man I don't give a fuck Who on the East <laughs> Sign them up we Who gonna on knock. the East Y'all gave LeBron Too much time See haters like Scream Who oh, hate wow. LeBron Wow I see I, I potentially see Philly yeah. I ain't mad at Philly. Philly I ain't mad at Philly Coming out So let's just Let's just make sure that When, when February or March comes We're gonna do a friendly wager mm-hmm. Right I own no LeBrons I own Le- no LeBron jerseys <laughs> right? I like that So we do a friendly wager you gonna have to wear. I'm gonna make you wear a Draymond jersey. I mm. love Draymond. Right, so I love Draymond. We, we gonna he put up some wagers. He a dog. Well, I'm gonna make you wear the jersey. That's cool. Right, and I'll wear the LeBron jersey. So who's coming out of the West, or not, who's gonna win not, it all? They're not. They're just come out the West. We ain't got to talk about. Out the just whip. come out the West. That's all we need. Yeah. So whichever because team. Imagine if we would have made this bet last podcast. All right, you be walking <laughs> no, around with. You be walking around with. No, I'm gonna be so honest. The Lakers weren't ready. I know when LeBron's ready. Ah, you was talking cash money. Nah, LeBron. Saying how they was ready last Ooh, year. I wish I could get. I wish I could get them LeBron excuses. Buddy. I think it was. I think it was You're the. Not brilliant. ready. I was. I was listening to the brilliant, brilliant idiots joint with uh, mm-hmm. Charlemagne. Uh, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayno was on there. Mm-hmm. Wayno stated a great fact. He said. And I said, I never thought about it. Talk to me. Wayno, Wayno. Wayno said the greatest championship win was when LeBron beat Golden State in seven when he came back. Think about that. Where, where, so what he else? He was down three. What is it? He yeah. was down. What they got to do with the Lakers? No, nah, I was just, no, nah, that was my hope. No, nah, I'm just saying he what LeBron has done. The Lakers, this first Man, year don't even count. Care about it absolutely counts. How? This is the DJ podcast or the LeBron podcast? I don't know, but this is with love. It definitely (laughs) counts. This is the Jazzy Facts and LeBron James. (laughs) No, I'm going to finally say this in reference to basketball, man. Like, the West is tough. So don't be surprised. Like, everybody wants to forget about the Denver Nuggets and the Utah. Like, the West is tough. So don't be surprised if the team that come out the West is none of the above. Mm -hmm. Don't be surprised. Dallas. I'm standing on LeBron. Shout for Dallas. They just paid us. Uh, Dallas, Utah, yeah. Utah didn't got brought from Memphis and and get because your team. The, the 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 thing I probably hate the most about not hate but disagree with the most about the Lakers team is I feel like there's still not enough depth there, and I don't. I still feel like to a certain extent, even though it's hard to coach LeBron, you have to have the right coach. I don't think they have the coaching to win consistently on a higher I level. Like him though. I don't. Who could you see coaching LeBron? Ah, uh, you can't coach LeBron. He's uncoachable. <laughs> so what do you? But I'm saying you have to go. No, you have to get somebody. You have to get somebody that pop. Understands. You're not gonna get pop. It's no, like an OG. Like an OG. Like you saying. No, I'm, I'm saying. Tyron Lue knew. He learned the balance. Mm-hmm. You saw he just went to the Clippers, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He learned the balance. I, of, I can't tell him what to do, mm-hmm. but I can heavily suggest it, mm-hmm. and he might listen. You yeah. See what I'm saying? There's a science to that, but um. Now the coaches with LeBron, they be oh, sitting over there like, it's, it's, go it's LeBron. It's <laughs> fans. Well, yeah, management. It's management. Management is supposed you got to. The, you got the number one salesman working for your firm right now. Look, this is the thing I don't like. They've tried, the, the, the whole try everything thing is like, let's get magic. Let's get this. Let's get that. Let's get this. Yo, man, if you're that great, you don't need all this shit, man. Let the man go out and play basketball with his team that he mm-hmm. has, the team that he wants. Again, because the team he had last year was the team he wanted. Correct. Oh. This was the team he wanted. Can I say something? No. Was this the team he wanted? Can I say something? He, he, got, who, he got who he wanted. Did he have the team he, he wanted got who he last wanted. year? He always gets the, the team he wanted. Because the trade shit came out. He, Come on, y'all got to stop. No, by the time man. the trade shit came, came out, down, it was a, Screen. They was already burnt out. It wasn't like they was the Screen, number they was one going seed. Crazy. They was not the number one seed. 
I didn't win the number one seed. Right. But they was, so it they wasn't doing good. Young they wasn't your doing expectation. good. They had a lot of potential. The expectation for LeBron. I can't believe you right now. And them, regardless <laughs> of who right LeBron now. plays for. You had a lot of people is, listening to you. Yeah. Oh, They're listen. Be thoroughly disappointed. I got, <laughs> I got LeBron opinions. I got Nikki opinions for days, and I stand on them. I just did it on radio. Listen, LeBron and them, the expectation them. is number one seed. <laughs> it's always in them. Mm-hmm. Number one seed. <laughs> Anything else is uncivilized. Number one seed, bro. That's so is, LeBron, is LeBron the best player in the NBA? Oh, not right now. <laughs> Who's the best player in the NBA? KD. So do you say KD and them? No. Yeah, uh, you don't no, say KD. You can't say KD and them. It's different oh, now. They have other legitimate. I'm switching it up. They have legitimate screen ball right now. I just banged him, but he lost. You don't say KD and them. They have other legitimate stars. They have other legitimate MVPs. Who are the other MVPs on the Lakers? Ask you one question. Who are the other All Stars? We got AD on Lakers. I'm talking about before now. Who are the other All Stars? I'm staying focused right now. Who went to the All Star game? You said LeBron. I'm staying focused. Who went to the All Star game? All of the Warriors went. Damn, the whole team did go shit. And their coach. I'm focused. I'm focused. You said KD. You said KD's better than LeBron. I think KD. I think KD. You never say KD and them. So when you talk about Brooklyn, oh, that's not a that's an inaccurate. You going from past to future to listen? I'm gonna switch it up, man. Scream. Who are you listening to in your car right now? Like right now, when you man. go, when you leave right now, I definitely got that raw support of Miami too okay. playing right now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Hey, which track? Which track? Not the authenticated, uh, young nigga, uh, fascinator, young nigga. I like that. I like the Maybach Music Six, even though they should have let that push. Just they should have put the whole version on there, the whole right way. The joint with Summer Walker is amazing. Yes, man, that's that's on my playlist. That's the one I'm definitely rocking with. Oh, but yeah, that's mainly it. It's been a different year for music. Oh, it's been very different. Very happy that does Ross have the album of the year right now? I mean, in my opinion, I haven't heard album better. Two Chains. Did Two Chains come out? A lot of people say Two Chains. Uh, Uh, Moran was just talking about. Freddie Gibbs, which is an uh, underground album Crick, that yeah. everybody's Crick talking came about. Out this year. Crick came out. Jim Jones came out this year. Very solid. Project. I didn't know. I didn't I, know. I, yeah, I didn't listen Jimmy to Jim came, Jones. Uh, you sleep, please. Yeah, I I didn't listen to Jimmy Jim came out this year. Yeah. Very solid. I don't think it's over. I mean, if if Ross, if Ross, I, I, that's my personal favorite this year I so love far. Jeezy I'm coming. Not I'm not mad at it. Jeezy coming. Yeah, this the last see. one. We gotta see. I don't think it's over. This the last. I mean, I think it's the last Thug Motivation. Oh yeah, yeah. We might get a Drake album. I think I'm not. I'm not mad at the Drake album. We probably might, get the Drake album. Might just that's just what he does. I mean, the so way he's been say, doing it. You saying like we might, as in like you heard the. No, no, heard no, no. When he's working. He let everybody. He know always works. Work. No, no, it's I'm, just a matter of how long it's gonna take. I'm trying to get some exclusive shit. Man. I could see like, a joint like Chris on. Brown Drake situation. I, I would like that. I would love that. Yeah. I would love. I would love. I love that. I, I know because you like skin. I would love Drake <laughs> and Ross. Yeah, definitely. Cause they got that's over they got anything it. they do. I, I think they got it. I think they got it. Yeah, tuck. They it's got just a matter of winning if, if they decide it, to do it. Yeah, I think it's tough. Personally. I think it's tough too. Cause I mean, yeah. let's think about what they, they what five six songs in, maybe more. They Easy. put them two out so effortlessly. Like, and then when Drake just re dropped the uh, the what the, the care best package, of, best yeah. of mixtape. Package. I yeah. forgot about the whole uh, daddy no my name no I know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Care package came. I'm like, ooh, yeah. let me add that yeah. one. Yeah. No, no, that'll no. be exciting. I think some exciting things are gonna happen fourth quarter. Um, I say again, like I'm very, 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 very happy for the success of all the female artists. I think it's mm-hmm. super dope. You know That's what I'm amazing. saying? A lot of them haven't put out. Well, I can't say they haven't put out albums because City Girls' album is where some of these hits came from. Mm-hmm. Meg put out a couple of, like mixtape type projects or whatever, but. Um, yeah, I'm very happy for what they've accomplished. Um, but I just don't know if some of the artists 
in their albums and projects, like just speaking generally is gonna stick. Like what we talk about it next time yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. We still talk about Rest of Soul, Nipsey's album from last year mm-hmm. and, and certain other people that put out projects. I just nothing has it's hard for me to get past track four on a lot of people's albums. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm with you. Or I, I, I try to go to so, the ones that I, I hear people talking about, but then like I do my I try to go through straight through then I kind of pick and choose different depending on the features, but I'm trying not to become the star, so person. Ah, the, the star person. Don't become the star person. That's star tricky. That's star tricky. Let me just listen to the stuff with the stars. What's the I'm most popular? To, Who got the most doubles? We yeah, all got the most doubles. I try not to become that, but I just think that people got to do a better job of putting together their albums and mm-hmm. their projects. You know I agree. Like, yeah. Them them first four is powerful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. because once you let the streets hear it, that means you roll down the window and yeah. <laughs> That's when you had the CDs. What's some yeah. upcoming artists um, you rocking with that we should that people may not know or know about that you like? We should know about them. Oh, come on, time, you scream, man! No, when it comes to upcoming time, artists, don't do me like that. Long time, Jazzy. I don't know. I can't. I, what? I don't believe that. Scream! Come on, I don't man. Know. I mean, I could be self-centered and talk about the stuff I'm working on, but that would just be self. Be self-centered. Like, let's. You didn't work on well, some we, dope we, shit. We 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 are work like shouts to BMD. You know what I'm saying? That's the homie. He's affiliated. He got a record that's doing good. Um, shouts to Kalen for real, for real out west. Kaylin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's extended family, of course. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to FCE. Um, man. That's the world I be in. Shouts to Spins and Tune Freaks and everything mm-hmm. that they're working on. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't heard, I haven't heard too much. Like, I haven't. I hear it. I have access to it. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Like, mm-hmm. I hear it. But again, like, it's nothing that it's really not. The, it's not the feeling I got when I heard the future two change the walkers. Mm-hmm. The certain like, oh, these guys are special. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying like, some of it is some cool music. It's mm-hmm. good music. But I think that uh. A big part of getting that right is still, again, connecting. Because to be honest, I heard everybody's album before it came out. Mm-hmm. And certain other DJs and tastemakers heard these albums and give honest opinions. You know, mm-hmm. but that ain't it. You heard of, yeah. um, let me ask you, you heard of Deontay Hitchcock? Yeah, Deontay can go. I like Deontay. The rap, yeah. From Atlanta. Yeah, you, you like Benny the Butcher? I am not all the way familiar. I've heard the name. but Benny's I'm not crazy. Yeah. Benny's crazy. I think it's, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, a few guys right now that's on the scene. Man, like, they like unicorns. Yeah, I'm with you, Scream. It's it's hard. To, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it get to the point where I'm like, yo, who who working? What's well, going I think, on? I think I think culturally too. Like the um when you put out your album, so it went it, overnight. It became so the mixtape model got kind of absorbed by the industry where you just put out your album, mm-hmm. right? And and for me, sometimes I'll be like, yo, who are you to just put out an album? You're not mm-hmm. Beyonce. Like right. you need to lead up your album. <laughs> I want to see a video. Work the I single. Like your video. Work the I single. Your interview. I'm a fan. Right. I want to have a reason to play your album. Mm-hmm. Just because it's easy for me to play your album because it's streaming doesn't mean doesn't I want to spend my time mm-hmm. listening Listen to your to album. It. So right, right. build up your albums a little more. You know, campaign. Do something like do. Uh, it was dope with Black did at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Travis Scott yeah. is another sleeper we don't talk about. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like he's been killing the it's game. Hella like, creative. He did this whole. Six Flags Day mm-hmm. or whatever, like yeah. do something for the he didn't, fans. He didn't win. Well, he didn't win a Grammy. He didn't win a mm-hmm. Grammy for that. Mm-hmm. No. But a Grammy, Post Malone won a lot of Grammys. Right. I, 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 you, <laughs> what Drake gave a speech like a mm-hmm. Grammy doesn't necessarily like. There was the, the year that Michael Lamore won the Grammy. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Kendrick didn't get the Grammy. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Grammy. I don't want to discredit a Grammy. Please we discredit. Because it is what it is. <laughs> we discredit. All love, we all would love to have a yeah. Grammy, right? But you know, in in our world, yeah. What does it mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. like you, you just a, a true Grammy. artist. It's just like we know when it's hot, it's it's hot. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. a Grammy doesn't. I don't think you it know, solidify you as an artist. I don't artist. think a Grammy accurately depicts 
who's the best rapper each no. year. Just mm-hmm. like I don't think the double XL list always depicts who's, who's the, next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the last couple of years have been like, huh? Yeah. This year they did they didn't do a bad job. It, it, was, it, was, it was decent. It was I'm decent. sure they listened to the whispers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were late on a lot of people. Uh, yes. I agree. Some of those people could have been last year. Mm-hmm. If you I agree. Just well Snoop has never won a Grammy, right? I don't, I think Snoop maybe yeah. Never, won. I don't think feature or nothing. I don't think Snoop Drop has like ever hot, nothing with Pharrell. Nothing. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. yeah. I think he's one of them artists. Is like <laughs> what? How oh, it's a I'm few. Gonna, it's a, a few, few that you'll that be surprised. Never won like a Grammy. Like and did Drake and just get his first one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was his first, first one. one? Mm-hmm. That's his first one. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep. Again, the year, the year, the year with the Macklemore thing. The thing for me was, I'm a hip hop fan, right? Right. If my life depended on it. I couldn't sing you one Macklemore song. So I feel that the champion, if the Grammy is the trophy, right, it should be across the board. The board. Yes. So they couldn't deny Drake well, in my feelings because here you have the most streamed song mm-hmm. ever damn near. Right. And across the board, regardless of sex, age, mm-hmm. race, everybody supported this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's the thing. Like sometimes the Grammys become this thing like they had to give it to – um was it Wu-Tang or whoever it was because it was so powerful mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so some of the Grammy it's so hard because it's so like just you rating it like I, I need to know understand how you're rating it what's like, a Grammy committee yeah but I say they have a committee I know you have the committee so it starts with the committee so you have these people that right. have been in the game for a long time these super songwriters and mm-hmm. producers and mm-hmm. they're all on the board and I get that they're doing mm-hmm. but what's the cri- when you break it down like you probably have criteria yeah you, you we put out if, if we're talking album of the year it has to come out by a certain amount of time it has right. to have a certain amount of songs mm-hmm. it has to perform on a certain level and then again too I mean Pardon my ignorance, but I've been invited to sign up for the Grammy committee. I didn't mm-hmm. do it. So it's kind of like voting for a president. Mm-hmm. If you get the president and you didn't vote, then you can't complain. Right. Yeah. So I can't really complain because they sent me the package. This is mm-hmm. how you sign up and become one of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Eh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's important. But, you know, and, and you look at, like, Rhapsody. I think she won last year. She was up against a lot of bigger artists who – we – Probably couldn't name. I'm, I like Rhapsody, mm-hmm. but she didn't have the records that was going in the clubs. But yeah, you look at her total yeah. body of work; it was like, oh, yeah. that was amazing. Mm-hmm. So when you fat, when you look back on Nipsey, I remember when I was listening to Nipsey back then, and no one was listening to Nipsey. And right. it's like now he's dead. Right. Y'all listening to this? I'm like, I was on that like the marathon. The yeah, first I was one. way mm-hmm. before it was even a thing. Yeah, you know, and no one ever considered that until Jay Z bought a hundred copies of the hundred dollar cds and that's now everybody want to listen so it's all opinionated it's all subjective it's all the trophy the trophy the trophy is the trophy the trophy in music is your numbers yep you know what i'm saying so and fans look jay-z has a trophy based on a lot of things has he ever went has he ever sold the most albums he's at the top of forbes so I think that that says something to who he is as the <laughs> rapper. If you, if right. people, when people want to start to debate, they're like, look, there's Jay-Z, there's Drake in, in this elite space, and then there's other people that matter, but there's Jay-Z. And there's How Drake. about this, top five producers? Top five producers. Well, one of my favorite producers of all time is Pharrell. I'm a big Pharrell fan. I'm a big it's fan Timbo. of Zaytoven. Okay. Okay. Ziggy? Seven. Um, I like Timbo, but me, my ears, mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm going to put Dre before Timbo. Dre. So okay. Dr. Dre will go before Timbo. Um, th- you got two more. I feel like I'm missing. I wish that Lil John would have kept producing. So okay. I can say Lil John, but he stopped, so I can't say Lil John. Um, 
I guess I'm saying all the time because I, I have to Swiss, say I have, got... to say I have to say organized noise. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Uh, the instrumentation is just crazy mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, one more. Um, and yeah, that gets tough because <laughs> I could go, I could go say some like you know hip hop like premiere, right? I could say right, that. you can say yeah. But then again, like I'm a big Justice League fan. Yeah, shout out to Justice League. You know what I'm saying? League. They did Justice a lot of they, they made a they lot just of gems. Made them. <laughs> and then like, how, who am I not to mention Kanye and what he's yeah, doing from a exactly. production standpoint? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's tough. It's tough. And even with the top fifty list last week, it got really heated. Oh man! Oh, um, did, did you see the R&B list? <laughs> no, I didn't see R&B. List. The R&B list was terrible. Uh, they put Future on there. <laughs> Drake was on there. It was crazy. It was but crazy. the thing, the thing is, what I want to say is before we get up out of here, I want to say like. Music is all opinionated. Like there's no like with sports, the, the, how we just you made know how you win it's the numbers, it's yeah. numbers, and mm-hmm. you still have things that you just can't calculate for. So with music, that's just that across the board. There's no yeah, you can go off of numbers, but mm-hmm. niggas are doing well, it's whatever. Art. Yeah, you, it's art. art. So art. when you we walk in the museum. Everybody can look at a different painting and have a different perspective on the art. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So who are we to say this is yeah. whack or this is this well, and this is that? I think I think too, uh, music is another legacy thing. Like you understand what Michael Jackson and Prince were based on their yeah. legacy. And there's a lot of artists from the 80s, the 90s, the 70s that we do talk about, and there's a lot that we don't. We don't talk about. So we will definitely be talking about Drake 10 years from now. Absolutely. Just based sure. on what he's already done. Absolutely. And we can't say that for everybody. So, um, yeah, you know. You, the, the the trophies, I think the trophies are for artists, how they're received when they go perform and tour. Mm-hmm. When you sell out your tours, mm-hmm. that's important too, like, because we've seen some people have some great records and then have bad tour sales mm-hmm. because the people don't, or really, can't perform they don't, they at don't all. take them seriously or yeah. they don't like their performance or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. I think that there's different ways to award the trophies. You're going to have Songwriter of the Year. Mm-hmm. ASCAP and BMI is going to award you with that. That's a big trophy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not the outward glamorous I'm on stage Grammy trophy mm-hmm. but a lot of time it makes more money than right the Grammy guy you know yep, what I'm yep. saying well man we appreciate your scream yep, for yep. coming through the legend yeah, appreciate awesome. y'all thank you brother thanks it's been real with another episode of Jazzy and Facts on, on Wax. Wax you dig <laughs> <laughs>